This is the Redeemed Christian Church of God, more than conquer perish. Mighty God, we thank you for the grace to pray together. Thank you for the grace to come before you. Lord, we honor you. Please accept our thanks in Jesus' name. This morning, Father, send your word unto your people. Lord, open their ear. Empower us to pray. In the name of Jesus, Holy Ghost, you alone has the word of life. According to your word in Matthew 6, 68, Lord Jesus, send your word this morning. Send your word with power, with clarity. Let it bring salvation of soul to you. Let it bring healing to your people in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we give you all the praise. We destroy the works of the enemy over our lives and over, over today's uh, revival hour, over all the people of God, over the land, over the city. We destroy the works of the enemy. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You are all welcome in Jesus' name. Welcome to your year of higher ground. That is my portion. I will live to see it, and my mouth will testify. As you have said, so the Lord will do unto you in the mighty name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You are all welcome in Jesus' name to the presence of your Father. I want you to know that uh, it's been a glorious journey since the Lord has empowered us to begin this revival hour. I have been revived. My family has been revived. And, uh, you know, it was something that um, I personally have looked forward to, where we wake up in the morning and pray together and share the word of God, worship God, to get our day going. And I tell you, it's been a glorious day. And my prayer for you this morning, God will visit you today. In the name of Jesus, this morning, the, the Lord will visit you in Jesus' name. Uh, yes, we've been reading from the book of Psalms 50. Please turn your Bible with me to Psalms 50. I believe we have just a few verses, so we'll take that few verses for today. Psalms 50, we'll stop at verse 20. So we'll start from verse 21 to 23. Psalms 50 from verse 21 to 23. One, two, go. These things had done, had, had, had done, <clears throat> had thou done, and I kept silence. Thou toughest that I was altogether such and one as thyself. But I will reprove thee and set them in order before thy eyes. Now consider this, ye that forget God, lest I tear you in pieces, and there be none to deliver you. Whoso offereth praise, glorify me. And to him that ordereth his conversation aright, will I show the salvation of God. Hmm. Can you see, if you offer praise to God, you glorify God. So when it is time for praise, uh, uh, don't, don't do as if you are doing the choir a favor or you are doing the pastor a favor. You are glorifying God. My prayer for you this morning is that you will not forget God. Your family will not forget God. And because you will not forget God, your descendant will not be forgotten before God all the days of your lives in the name of Jesus. Even after you are long gone, in the name of your generation, we still be ruling because you did not forget God in Jesus' name. Praise Master Jesus. Yes, we have been looking at, by the help of the Holy Ghost, um, the, the, the exhortation line <clears throat> this week, excuse me, um, is fear not, fear not, fear not. And yesterday, uh, the Lord opened our eyes to see 
from the book of Nehemiah, chapter 6, from verse 9 to 19, about how uh, the enemy gathered themselves together. So we'll be looking at some courses. And again, we are looking at them so that we can examine our own life. We are looking at them so that we can pray our way through to say, Lord, each of these courses will not remain with me. I will not be their victim. So that is the essence of this. It's not just for us to have notes. It's not just for us to have something to say, oh, I attend Revival Hour. But the question is, if we attend Revival Hour, the schemes of the enemy that the Lord has revealed to you, what are you doing about them? What are you doing about them? Now, and so we look at what their mission was, and we understand that their mission was their, they were, their, their mission is to target the plans of God for your life. So we'll continue from that. Now, also their mission is also when the schemes of the enemy, the plans of the enemy, the plot of the wicked. So one of the things that causes fear in, the, in people's heart, it is because people, uh, the enemy have seen that you are embarking on a big project a life transforming project. When you begin to engage in anything that has to do with kingdoms work, anything that advances people's life spiritually, anything that advances people's life financially, anything that advances people's life materially, anything that gives people good health, anything that gives people peace of mind, anything that makes people to fear God, anything that draws people closer to God, anything that prepares people for heaven, I tell you, the enemy will surely attack. The enemy will surely attack. And the attack comes in different ways. They, they use different strategies. But this morning, the Lord will expose all their strategies in the name of Jesus. And that which God is said to do with your life and in your life, it will surely come to pass in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Now, it is, no, it is important that every one of you know that the enemy want to weaken your hand. Your hands, my hands will not be weak. Say, my hand will not be weak. Say, Father, strengthen my hands with your mighty power in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and pray. Go ahead and pray. The enemy, their thought is to weaken our hands. Our hands will not be weak. Our hands will not be weak. In the mighty name of Jesus, my hands will not be weak. Strengthen my hands, O oh Lord. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have friends. Now, their mission also is also to discourage you from the kingdom of God. And I pray for you this morning, you will not be discouraged out of the kingdom of God in Jesus' name. The Bible says, if anybody that puts his hand on the plow, and looks back is not fit for the kingdom of God in Luke 6, verse 62. Looks, Luke, uh, Luke 9, verse 62. Anyone that puts his hand on the plow is not fit for the kingdom of God. So when the enemy, when you see the enemy uh, rising up, it means that they want to cause fear. And when there's fear, it makes people to pull back. People to say, well, they are not able to move forward again. You can move forward and you will finish well in the mighty name of Jesus. Uh, also, you see, when, when you see the enemy attacking, it is because God wants to do something great. God always looks for opportunity to glorify himself in our life as well. We also see another example from the case of Esther in the Bible, but we're not going to read that today. Esther, we also saw yes, in the, the, the Jew, the, the enemy wasn't just for Esther or for his or the uncle Mordecai, but also 
for you know for the entire people of the Jews, the, the Hebrews in the land of Susan at that time. So if you read from the book of Esther, chapter one, chapter two, chapter three, chapter four, and even up to chapter five, you will see that this man called Haman, he was also more or less like a descendant of Sambalat and Tobiah who threatened the work of God during the days of Nehemiah. So Haman, so in every generation, there's always one Sambalat and Tobiah. In the days of David, it was the Goliath. In the days of Esther, it was Haman. And so on. In the days of uh, Nehemiah, it was, uh, you know, it was uh, Sambalat and Tobiah and Gashem, and so on. So there, there's always, there's always an enemy. There's always an enemy to fight. And so for you is that, for you to overcome it, you must be on the side of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now we are going to look at uh, one other example. I mean, one other causes of. Uh, fear, which is this one, you know, it's something that, you know, globally uh, we've seen is not limited to individuals. Turn your Bible with me to Second Chronicles 20, Second Chronicles chapter 20, and I will read uh, from verse 1, I'll pick, we'll pick some few verses, and it came to pass after, from verse 1, and it came to pass also that the children of Moab and the children of Ammon and, and, with, and with them and with them, other beside the Ammonite came against Jehoshaphat to battle. So remember, what makes it different here is that this was a physical battle. It was a war. And when war takes place in a community, in a nation, in any, in any city, then loss of life, loss of properties, loss of precious jewelries, like the value, like gold. So this was what the war was at. The case of Nehemiah was more of a spiritual, uh, you know, uh, scheme or fight, because there was they didn't come and attack them physically, though they wanted. But the people fortified. But this one was a physical war, and so now and there, then. There came some that told Jehoshaphat, saying, There come a great multitude against thee from beyond the sea on this side. Syrian, and behold, they be in Azazatama, which is in Engedi. And Jehoshaphat feared. Can you see? Verse 3. And Jehoshaphat feared. Nothing will make you afraid in the name of Jesus. Say nothing will make me afraid in the name of Jesus. And set himself to seek the Lord. That is the right thing to do. And proclaim a fast throughout all Judah. When you see sometime, um, you know, the servant of God saying, oh, in the next 14 days, we are going to be fasting. Oh, the Lord wants us to fast. Uh, not necessarily that I was scared of anything, but when the Lord revealed it, in, there are some times the Lord will reveal what the enemy is about to do because of the doors that the God wants to open and for different reasons. Now, so he proclaimed a fast throughout all Judea, and Judah gathered themselves together to ask, to ask help of the Lord. That's why you must not forsake the assembly of believers. Some people are making the greatest mistake of their life. And what is it? When they have problems, 
they distance themselves from believers, from the church. They distance themselves from spiritual covering. They go out in the world to go and figure it out. And they think they, they figure it out what they didn't know that the enemy has, has orchestrated somebody, one of his descendants, one of his uh, grandson and daughters to, you know, to appear as if he's helping them. And when that thing gets more complicated, they come back to the church at that point. Brethren, Jude and Judah gather themselves together to ask help of the Lord. Whatever thing that makes you fear, ask help of the Lord in prayer and fasting. Ask help of the Lord in prayer and fasting. Whatever thing that is enough to make you scared is enough for you to go to God in fasting and prayer about it. Anything, anything that makes your heart dreadful is enough for you to say, I'm going to set myself aside for three days and fast. I'm going to set myself aside for, for these few days and seek the face of God. Anything that threatens your peace, then it, it, it also, it's enough to go to God in fasting and prayer because of that. And your family, even out of, out, out of all the city of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. And Jehoshaphat stood in the congregation of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court and said, O oh Lord God of our father, <clears throat> had not thou God in heaven and ruled not thou over all the kingdoms of the earth, and in thy hand is there not power and might, so that none is able to withstand thee, and not thou our God, who did drive out the inhabitants of this land before thy people Israel, and give it to the seed of Abraham thy friend forever. And they dwell therein, and have built thee a sanctuary therein for thy name, saying, if, we, if when evil comment upon us, as the sword, judgment, or pestilence, or famine, we stand before this hour, and in thy presence, for thee, for me, for thy name is in this hour. God's name is in, is in this revival hour. God's presence is in this revival hour. God's presence is in your home where you are right now. And cry unto thee in our affliction, then thou will hear and help. And now behold the children of Ammon and Moab and Monsia, whom thou wouldest not let, let Israel invade when they came out of the land of Egypt, but they turned from them and destroyed them not. Let's pause there. Now, one of the major cause of fear from this case is what we call overwhelming or disturbing news overwhelming or disturbing news. It causes great fear and panic. So three kings gather themselves together against the king of Judah. The king of Ammon, the, the, the children of Ammon, the children of Moab, and also the Ammonite, they, they, you know. So they gather themselves together to fight against Judah. And these three people, the reason why they could gather, one of the reasons is because God did not allow the Israelites to, 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 
destroy them when they were coming up. But God was doing that for a reason. Because God wanted to do something. Sometimes God may do something with your life you don't understand, but he knows what he's doing. And so now, the, 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 the Jehoshaphat's first response was to fear. But that's not the way we are to respond to situation. Whatever disturbing news the enemy might be planning to come your way, it will not come near you in the name of Jesus. Amen. But brethren, the reality is this. We are, in, we are in this world, and the world is full of problems. So what happens when you hear news that are not glorious? What do you do? Are you going to be running around? Hey, you see some people, they begin to curse themselves. They begin to shake. They begin to cry. They begin to roll on the ground. They begin to put their hand like this and do different things. Is that the solution? No. One of the things we could learn from here, though Jehoshaphat feared for the disturbing news that he had, but then the next thing, that fear drove him to God and to his house. So he did key things. Number one, what did he do? He set himself aside to seek God. That is number one. Set yourself aside to seek God. Okay, I want to go to church and pray and worship God. I want to be in my room for the next one hour, two hours and praise God. Set yourself aside to seek God concerning that situation. Number two, what did he do? He proclaimed a fast. What is wrong in you fasting from, from now till the evening without food? You will know that while you seek the face of God. If you are hearing me, unmute your device and shout hallelujah. 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 Glory be to God. Now, so set yourself apart and seek God in prayer and fasting. What was the next thing he did? Number three, verse four. You find that in verse four. And Judah gathered themselves together to ask the Lord for help. First, it was himself. Next, he fasted. The third thing, he asked for other believers. He asked for brethren to pray with him. Some people are full of arrogance. And so because of arrogance, they, don't, they can't ask people for, for, to pray with, for them. Arrogance is destroying many believers. Pride is destroying many believers. Because of that, they don't ask for help when they needed help. The Bible said the effectual prayer of the righteous man availed much. When we come together as a family, when we come together as a church, when we come together as believers to pray over any brother, over any sister, that devil will flee. It will flee because there is power when we come together in agreement. Jeremiah did that. What was the next thing he did? Then they stood, they, so they had built a sanctuary. They went to church to go and pray. And they reminded God what God says concerning the new court, the new church. Can you see that it's also important for you to overcome that disturbing news around your life and family right now? You need to be in church at all time. Don't go to a nightclub and say you are looking for a solution to, um, you know, to disturbing news. 
don't go and sit down in front of CNN or sit down in front of Google and see how other people solve their problem on Google. No. Gather yourself together before the Lord. There is the hand of God is upon his tabernacle. And so when you call upon him with the whole of your heart, he hears you. And this morning, you will call upon God and he will hear you in the name of Jesus. So disturbing news, they cause fear. They cause panic. I remember I've had a series of, you know, disturbing news in the past many years. And, uh, you know, I have watched how the Lord, you know, has helped me as an individual. It has helped me as an individual. Now, you see, uh, one thing I noticed is this. In the past, when there's a disturbing news that is about to come, I see the Lord always give me a sign. One of the signs that I always perceive is this. Before that event, maybe a few hours or a day before, it could be a few days, one, God could ask me to fast. He won't, I just, I just wake up or in a dream, he will tell me fast and I will obey. Personal fast. Some even is not fasting. Some, it could be that I woke up to pray. The moment I begin to pray, I want to stop prayer. He will say, continue prayer, continue prayer. To some cases, he will say, just be praising me. I will be praising, I would feel like stopping the praise. He will say, continue praising me. So he will oftentimes give me one sign or it could be a, a dream, it could be something. So brethren, whatever disturbing news that may be causing panic in your heart, you have time now to present them before God. The first thing I want you to do is begin to worship God now where you are. Begin to worship him. Begin to worship him. Begin to call him by his name. Don't close your mouth. Say it out with the whole of your heart, with the whole of your mouth. Call him by his name. Let him know how big he is. Worship him first. Worship him. Worship him. Worship him. Worship him. Worship him. Say, Lord, you are great. Lord, you are mighty. There is none to be compared with you. You are holy. You are righteous. You are powerful. With you, it's nothing to save. It's nothing to heal. It's nothing to deliver. You are my God. You are my defense. You are my joy. You are my power. You are my courage. You are my joy. There is none to be compared with you. You have helped as Jehoshaphat before. You are able to help us. I bless your name. You are wonderful. There is nothing too hard for you. You are a wise God. You are a mighty God. You are an awesome God. I hope you are not just looking at me. Make sure you are praying. You are, you are worshiping God. Call him by his name. Call him by his name. Call him by his name. Worship him. Adore him. Reference him. Is Jehovah Nisi. You are Jehovah Rapha. You have been my peace. You have been my strength. You have been my joy. You have been my courage. You have been my provider. You have been my teacher. You have been my healer. You are the one giving me new strength. You are the one giving me new strength. You are the one giving me your word. You are the one watching over me and my household and your people. I praise you. You are the father of life. You are our hope. You are our defense. You are my joy. You are the creator. You are the, you are the creator of heaven and earth. I bless your name. You are the one who saved my soul. You are the one who drew me out of darkness into your marvelous light. I worship you, my savior, my healer, my defender, 
my teacher, my comforter, I praise you. My hope, I praise you. My courage, I praise you. My healer, my joy, I praise you. Praise him, praise him, praise him. Open your mouth, praise him, praise him. Hallelujah, I have overcome. Praise him, praise him. Praise him, praise him. Hallelujah, erase my new dawn. In honor, it's an heavenly realm. It's not a praise him, 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 dance to him, give him the praise, roll your body for him, <clears throat> praise him, praise him, praise him, praise him, praise him. He saw the face of the Lord, praise him, praise him. Don't sleep if you are, if you are, if you are, you, are, you are, at least you are in your house, so you can dance, you can praise him. You can wave your hand or you can roll on the floor. I didn't say that. Remember, I did not say you should be asking God anything. Just be praising him. He knows that disturbing news around you. Maybe you have a medical report. God is God is destroying it. He's reverting it. Maybe you have a financial eviction notice. God is making a way. <clears throat> Maybe you have academic academic problem right now. You have not shared with anybody. God is making a way. Maybe there's a health challenge in your body right now. You are not shared with anybody. Maybe with your husband, your wife, or there's one crisis or the other somewhere, somewhere. Praise him. Just praise him. Praise God first. Praise him. Praise him. Adore him. Reference him. You have projects that are hand. You don't know what to do or you don't know how it's going to happen. Praise him. Praise him. Praise him. I honor you this morning. I worship you. For in Jesus' name, we have worship. Now, if you're here this morning and you have not made Jesus your Lord and Savior, my friend, I want you to know that without Jesus in your life, you are not going anywhere. It is Jesus. When Jesus is with you, then you are, your tomorrow is sure. Jesus is with you. You are sure of rapture. You are sure that when he comes back again, you will, you will go with him. This morning, or you are falling back you have accepted me before you fall back. Ask him this morning. I say, Lord Jesus, I have come to you this morning. Have mercy on me. Save my soul. Write my name in the book of life. Thank you, ancient of this. Forgive me all my sins. Fill me with the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for answered prayer. Blessed be your name. For in Jesus' name, we are praying. Father, as many that I pray this prayer, I ask this morning, Lord, show them your mercy. For in Jesus' name, we are praying. If you have prayed this prayer, please do well to reach out to us because we want to help you grow. You don't just become a Christian overnight. It's a process. It's a step. And this morning, I pray for you as you have taken this step. In the name of Jesus, you will never go back. Mighty God, we thank you. We return the glory and honor to you. Thank you for your word you have brought unto us this morning. Again, that we should fear not. We should fear not. You helped Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat sought you and he found you. He seeked for you with the whole of his heart and you will you reveal yourself to him. This morning, Father, I pray as your people seek you, continue to seek you. Turn every disturbing situations, every disturbing news, turn them to a glorious news in the name of Jesus. Lord, Jehoshaphat praised you with the people of Judah. As they praised you, you, you fought for them. 
you defended them. You took that fear away. Not only that, three days they were still packing of the spoil. They became more prosperous after that war. You took over the battle, you prosper them too. Why? Because they praise you, they sought for you. Lord, I ask for the same Lord for your people this morning. Lord, I ask in the name of Jesus, the heart for them to seek you. Lord, always, not only when they have disturbing news, please give them the heart to seek you always in the name of Jesus. Turn the heart of your people to yourself in the name of Jesus. And I pray, Father, as we continue to praise you throughout today, in the name of Jesus, in the order of Jehoshaphat, we will pack up the spoils of our enemies in the name of Jesus. We'll become more prosperous in the name of Jesus. We thank you because you are taking over the battle. As you go out this morning, the Lord will go with you. The Lord will prosper you. He will order your step. He will send help to you. You will not, as you go out in the name of Jesus, you are going out to prevail. You are not going out as a loser. You are coming back a victorious person in the mighty name of Jesus. As you continue to praise him today, you will have testimony. And that disturbing report, it will be turned around for your favor in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you the praise for in Jesus' mighty name we are praying.